Mashley at the Movies. I'm Matt. And I'm Ashley. We're joined by Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi! <laughs> you can find Rachel online. She's uh, got her own review website, rachelsreviews.net. She's also on X or Twitter or whatever you want to call that now uh, at Rachel underscore uh, reviews. And uh, we're here today to talk about a new film, and it's called The Holdovers. And Rachel, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yes, so this is from director Alexander Payne, and it is a simple story of three people. This is in the seventies, and they are. It's a teacher, a uh, a cafeteria worker, and a student that are the holdovers uh, from the over the Christmas holiday uh, at this uh, exclusive uh, boarding school for for young men. And uh, the various shenanigans that they all end up having together and the things they learn about each other and, and all of that. Yeah, this is a, a very warm and funny and smart and also sad film. It's all these emotions. Um, and it, it feels like kind of uh-huh. a, a rare kind of movie for today. You just don't see movies like this anymore. And I, I really, really loved it. Um, I love the setting in particular. Uh, this wintry old school in 1970. I loved entering that world and I love being with these characters. There's something very kind of cozy about it. Um, and, you know, for, most of the movie is set in the conf- confines of, of this school, but there are moments when they leave the school. And I think, you know, Matt and I were talking afterwards that we were kind of like, no, come back. We want to stay in the, in the cozy school because it, it just creates a really nice vibe. But I feel like the, the scenes when they do leave the school are, are important and they, um, narratively they, they add to the story and, um, and to the characters as well. I, I really just enjoy getting to know these characters and the relationships that they form really seem authentic and, um, yeah, the you know the look of it is great. The set design, the costumes. You know, I wasn't alive in 1970, but I, it all <laughs> feels right to me. Um, and the, the music um, that's played really gives you kind of that 70s vibe. So yeah, I really, I really love this movie. Yeah, I, I quite enjoyed this. It's one of my favorite films of the year. Uh, Paul Giamatti plays a teacher, and Paul Giamatti is always good. He's someone that I don't. Um, often give a lot of thought to, uh, and he's not necessarily a draw for me when it comes to a film, but whenever I do see him in a movie, I'm like, dang, he's good. <laughs> um, Divine Joy Randolph plays, uh, the cafeteria worker that, uh, Rachel mentioned earlier. She is maybe my, my favorite character in this movie. Mm-hmm. She just imbues this character with such depth and uh, quiet dignity and strength and, and yet vulnerability and emotion. Um, I really love her character. And then uh, Dominic Sessa. The, uh, this movie introduces Dominic Sessa. And for real. You know, sometimes a movie in uh, <laughs> its credits will say, introducing. And that person's already worked on like five or six different things. And this uh-huh. is maybe this the first prominent This one. is truly his first yes. thing he ever did. And he's great. He's Unbelievable. Great. He's like the main student uh, that, that yeah. sits behind. So, but no, um, I think the acting is great in this. The production design is, 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 is great. It is very cozy. I mean, this is a movie that, I mean, I actually can't wait until it's available to purchase because I want to watch this a lot. Uh, definitely every <laughs> uh-huh. Christmas season uh, and, and just in general, because I just felt very, like I just felt uh, enveloped by this world, by the, the school, by the, 
the like the houses they visit by the the bar they go to and everything else it's just it's a very it feels very real it feels very lived in and the characters feel real um yeah rachel what did you think of it I love it so much. I thought it, I mean, it's, it's probably my favorite movie of the year. I, I the only thing that I was like, mm, it was a little bit the ending. I kind of had some questions about, uh, some of those, but I, 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 not enough to, I still absolutely loved the film. I loved the performances and even to the point of that the Paul Giamatti character, he has, uh, they talk about, he has like a lazy eye. He has like a, he has this same, because I also have a strabismus in my eye and I'm, and, and I don't know how they did that, how they got him to <laughs> have that, how they were, if they, it was special effects or what, but, but it was so cool. I was like somebody with my same eye condition. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I just really just thought it was authentic and funny and uh, heartwarming. I just loved it. Yeah. Yeah, um, and like Matt said, the, the performances are, are amazing all around. And a special mention from me for Divine Joy Randolph. Um, yeah, I thought you know just from watching the trailer, I thought she was going to be more of a minor character, and I'm, but she's she's in it quite a bit. And when yeah. she wasn't in it, I was missing her. It's not yeah. that I didn't love the other characters; I did, but I was really missing her. So wonderful performance there from her. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I definitely see um, myself rewatching this uh, every Christmas at least. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's just a place that I want to go every every year. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and I, I agree with you, Rachel. There is something kind of off about the ending. It doesn't end on the best note, and I mm-hmm. I, str- I I don't really know how it should have ended or when it should have ended, but it just didn't feel completely right. And, you know, maybe I had in mind. Um, so this is Alexander Payne who. Uh, also directed about Schmidt and that movie ends perfectly. Oh yeah. Um, I will never forget the first time we saw that movie and that was just a, a gut punch that left me crying. I felt like this movie was building up to something like that mm-hmm. and it just didn't quite hit the mark. The ending didn't work for me. Um, and I don't want to get into spoilers about it. So I'll be as general as I can say <laughs> as um, when the ending was happening, I was like, Oh, they're doing this. And uh, I just, I just was like, oh, okay, not not what I would have wanted, but it didn't ruin the movie for me. A no. um, couple of other things, and again, I'm, you know, I don't do spoilers on new movies, so I'm going to be as general as I can uh, with this next one. Um, so, Divine Joy Randolph leaves the movie for a little bit, and then comes back, and just the weird, the scene where she comes back, I felt like they had cut out some scenes in between, or at least a scene. <laughs> Because she just kind of shows up. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Um, I, obviously, they, they arranged to meet or something. Um, that just felt a little weird. And and, um, and then the other thing, and this is non-spoilery, but the movie goes to great pains to kind of recreate the 70s feeling, the 70s vibe, up to and including, like, like the, the studio credits. Like, this is made by Focus Features. And, you know. And fo- yeah, that was fun. It looks like something that like a studio logo from the seventies and it's got like little crackles and pops Mm -hmm. and, and, and film, you know, the the dirty looking film kind of thing. And then the movie starts and it has credits that play as in the opening scenes. And those credits look like something out of 2023. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, Oh, so you went to all that trouble to, to have this aged 
studio, old studio intro, and then just we're like, okay, now on the 2023 credits. So, um, that was a weird thing. And the, the only other thing I'll say, and this is not a, a ding on it, it's just something I had to get used to, is the end scenes, it almost feels initially like the end scenes before they really are supposed to be done. I think that, that that's obviously a deliberate choice and, and, and whatnot, but just kind of know that going in that yeah. these will, these scenes are sort of feel mildly abbreviated, but it still works. It's kind of interesting that my two favorite movies, live action at least of the year, are both set in the 70s because the holdovers in Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, both set in the 70s. So I guess that's just the, that's just what's doing it for me this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, same here. Uh, both of those movies, I think, do a great job of just creating that world and making mm-hmm. it a place to you want to enter. Yeah, yeah. So, Rachel, what would you give this out of 10? I gave it, even though I had those little things about the ending, I, I gave it a, a 10 out of 10 in oh. my review. Oh, snap. It's not technically perfect, but <laughs> it made me so happy that it yeah. What would you it was it? perfect. It was perfect as far as thinking of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I give it a 9.2. 9.2? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I give it an 8.5. So our score is a, a 9.2. Yeah. That is The Holdovers. Uh, <laughs> see if you can. And uh, yeah. it probably should be streaming by the time the hol- that Christmas comes around, I would think, the way how things fa- operate so quickly now, but yeah. um, maybe, maybe. Rachel, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you.